the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, I love a man who's on time. And the J.D. Vance rally in Delaware must be over and must be on its way to Beaver Creek. Producer Pam, is that who I think it is on line one? Very good. Uh, he's down as anonymous, but he's not anonymous. He's Senator Lindsey Graham from South Carolina. Senator Graham, thanks for joining us. Welcome to Ohio. How did the rally go this morning? Oh, it's awesome. J.D.'s own message, I tell you right now, is uh, we're going to win this thing. Failure's not an option, so... I'm glad to be here, and uh, let's let's finish strong. All right. I'm uh, glad you're here, too. And Ted Cruz was here working for J.D. You worked for Herschel Walker yesterday. You guys in the Senate would like to have the majority. What can you get done if you get J.D. Vance, Blake Masters, Herschel Walker, Dr. Oz, and others and grab that Senate majority? We can stop all the crazy crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, first, the first bill coming out of a Republican House, Fire Nancy Pelosi, should be securing the border and dealing with fentanyl, don't you think? I would think that would be a great uh, place second, to start. Yeah, the second bill should be drill, baby, drill. Find American-owned energy and dare Democrats to vote no. So if we take the House and the Senate, we can actually vote on things that make sense. So Ohio is in our column. I've known Rob for, for decades. Uh, J.D.'s a worthy successor. He's a enlisted Marine, uh, Ohio State graduate. Yale Law School is a pretty unusual combination. And the guy hadn't forgotten where he came from, you know. He's tough upbringing like a lot of us, and uh, I just think he's ready to hit the ground running. He's 38. Very transformative for the Republican Party. I think he'll be a, a, be a good addition to the with middle-class voters because that's where he came from. That's where his heart said. And uh, what can we do? We can change the agenda. We can set what we talk about. We can stop some of these crazy judges. Uh, we still don't have the White House, but we can do a lot with the House and the Senate. Lindsey Graham, Senator from South Carolina, our guest. He's in Ohio to campaign for J.D. Vance in the midterm elections two weeks from today. J.D. hoping to hold on to the Rob Portman seat. Portman retiring. Tim Ryan wants it. And Tim Ryan is campaigning, as he has said, a moderate. He's even said once as an independent. <laughs> I don't I don't find either of those to be yeah. an authentic description. <laughs> Well, I don't know. How long do you have to be a Democrat before you're a Democrat? Apparently longer than 20 years. Most people are paroled even for murder after 20 <laughs> years. So the bottom line is, uh, you know, Tim Ryan's a fine fellow. I, I, I know him. I, you know, he, the point is he's been a reliable vote for their liberal agenda, and to say otherwise is just false. And if you believe that he's a, a moderate and he's not going to be with Chuck Schumer all the time if he gets in the Senate, you shouldn't be allowed to drive in Ohio because you're a danger to yourself and others. And he voted for Build Back Better, uh, the American Rescue Plan, the Inflation Reduction Act. He made D.C. a state. He voted to make D.C. a state. Now, how's that good for Ohio and South Carolina? He wants Puerto Rico to be a state. 
He voted for H.R. 1, which federalizes elections. So you can talk all you want to talk. His voting record is inconsistent with being a moderate. But why is this race competitive? None of the things I just said you will hear from the mainstream media. Mm. Social media has shut down conservative outlets and talk radio and Fox News and advertising. So J.D. has a killer ad, one of the best ads I've ever seen. It's the closing ad. JDVance.com. If some of your listeners could give ten or twenty bucks, we need about two million dollars to get this ad out and put weight behind it. It's one of the best ads I've seen. So advertising matters to tell the story here. Yeah, it certainly does. It helps sway independents, and those are always important in an elections. Lindsey Graham, senator from South Carolina, is our guest. He's in Ohio campaigning with JD Vance. They're headed to Beaver Creek, Lima, later today. They've concluded in Delaware. And Senator Graham, I love the agenda that you outlined uh, if you get the control of the House and of the Senate. But um, in the infamous words of Barack Obama, the president uh, will have his pen and his phone. Can you do more than just put pressure on the White House and force Democrats to take a position on things like domestic energy and closing the border? Because I don't think we can even in our wildest dreams hope for enough of a Senate majority to override a presidential veto. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good question. You know, the reason... Uh, they're not 15 people on the Supreme Court. It's not because of Nancy Pelosi and Tim Ryan. The court-packing agenda stopped in the Senate because you still need 60 votes. The reason D.C. is not a state and Puerto Rico is not a state is not because of the House, it's because of the Senate. So the 60-vote requirement, we stopped a lot of bad things. Here's what I would say. I think there's some agenda items that we could actually pass because Democrats running in 2024 need to be separating themselves from the AOCs and the Elizabeth Warrens of the world. I can't promise you outcomes, but I can promise you that the conversation will change. I can promise you that we will put bills on the floor of the House and the Senate that are in line with the people listening to this program. We can't do it with Pelosi and Schumer. Pass? I hope so. We'll never know. But I can tell you this, the military is going to be in better hands. We're not going to support budgets that uh, create a woke military. We're going to support budgets that create a strong military. This all started with Afghanistan. You know, the day we pulled out and shamed America and have a broken border, these are things that are going to come back to haunt us. So, yeah, we can change the conversation. I think we can do some things. i tell you one thing we can do if we're in charge. We can change the type of people who are going to be judges because if we're in charge, there'll be a different, different conversation about judges. That's one area, if you have 51 Republican senators, that changes overnight. Remember Kavanaugh? Remember Kavanaugh? Mm. These people will destroy you uh, to keep a seat open. And uh, Brett Kavanaugh made it. I'm proud of the part I played. I'm proud of Trump sticking with him. But on the judicial front, we can make change if we have a majority. Yeah, great point made by Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. He's in Ohio to campaign for J.D. Vance. J.D.'s website is jdvance.com, and you can follow J.D. on Twitter and find out where his appearances are and contribute to his campaign at J.D. Vance uh, 1 on Twitter. So when you look at uh, the uh, Re- Dem- Democratic Party, they've got uh, some things they could run on, and you've been in politics a long time. I mean, I remember Trump yeah. at his midterm. You were running on the things you accomplished yeah. your first two years. I find it odd. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any pictures of Mark Kelly grasping hands with Joe Biden, of Tim Ryan grasping hands with Joe Biden. I don't hear much about the Inflation Reduction Act and the build and the uh, an American Rescue Plan. It's odd they don't really want to run on their quote unquote successes. Well, it's hard to run on a success if you don't have one. So everything they push is blown up in their face. Okay, 
Border security has been completely abandoned. We've had 80 people on the terrorist watch list captured. Only God knows how many we've missed. We've had 4 million people come across the border illegally in 18 months. So the reason that Tim Ryan is not running on a positive agenda, the reason Mark Kelly and, and Warnock are not talking about, here's what I've done for Arizona and Georgia, none of it has worked. Bill Back Better died in the Senate, but the American Rescue Plan passed. It threw gasoline on an inflation uh, fire. Uh, The Inflation Reduction Act hired 87,000 IRS agents, not Border Patrol agents. They really don't have much they can talk about. So what do they do? They try and destroy Herschel. They're trying to destroy J.D. They're trying to – let's talk about the pro-life issue. I'm I'm proudly pro-life. They support abortion on demand up to the moment of birth. There was a vote in the United States Senate by Democrats where every Democrat voted to lift all restrictions on abortion. No restrictions up to the moment of birth. That's incredibly extreme. So uh, J.D. has stood his ground. He looked at Tim Ryan and said, listen, at 15 weeks, the baby can feel pain. France outlaws abortion on demand at 14 weeks. China and North Korea allow abortion up to the moment of birth. I don't want to be like China. And he took uh, Tim Ryan on on the life issue. So J.D. has got an incredible ability, I think, to talk to people about things that matter. And the reason there's not a positive campaign being run by Democrats, their ideas just don't work. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely do not. We see that. We see the dysfunction multiply itself on down the line. You're kind to come to the state of Ohio, kind to call us. I appreciate uh, you doing that. I wish you well. Hope you enjoy our beautiful state the rest of the day, and uh, we'll hope for a red wave in two weeks. Well, I think we will, unless, you know, it's key. And I'll just close with this. If we take back the majority in the Senate, I'll be the budget chairman, not Bernie Sanders. Go to J.D. Vance to help us get this ad out, because firing Bernie Sanders is a step in the right direction in managing your money. God bless. Let's finish strong. Thank you, Senator Graham. We appreciate it very much. Safe travels. That is uh, Senator Lindsey Graham joining us. Broke up a little bit, but J.D.'s website is jdvance.com. Follow him on Twitter at jdvance1. So, look, we don't gain anything in the battle to have control of the Senate if J.D. Vance wins, but we lose a lot. We can't give Democrats seats like this one. So get out and vote. Get your neighbors to get out and vote. And if your neighbors are Tim Ryan fans, lock their door. You know, J.D. Vance told us Lindsey Graham was a funny guy. He sounded like a very agreeable guy. Uh, nice to interview the senator from South Carolina. He is with J.D. Vance now. They're on their way to Beaver Creek. They'll have a campaign event there this afternoon. I believe they're in Lima tonight at 6 o'clock, two weeks to go. It's got to feel like a marathon entering the final six-mile stretch. As J.D. Vance tries to win in Ohio, Herschel Walker in Georgia, Blake Masters in Arizona, Adam Laxalt in Nevada, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Now, Dr. Oz is debating uh, John Quasimodo Fetterneck tonight in Pennsylvania. And Fetterman's team is already setting expectations for Fetterman to not do well. Uh, They say in advance of the debate that this is, quote, not John's format. And that because Dr. Oz has a long-time history in television, and he's comfortable in front of the mic and answering questions in short sound bites. that Dr. Odds has a built-in advantage. Well, maybe it's not that. Maybe it's that John Fetterman 
had a stroke and ought to be at home recovering rather than out campaigning, trying to win a seat in the U.S. Senate where the ability to understand the spoken word and respond to it in rapid-fire fashion, that's what Senate debate is all about. That's kind of a job requirement. Now, Oz has been gaining in the polls. Fetterman is still ahead in most polls. In fact, I think every poll. But he's within the margin of error, and there's a thought out there that the Republicans are undersampled. Fetterman is a guy who favors letting murderers out of prison. That's not a real popular position in Pennsylvania, where people clearly see what's going on in downtown Philadelphia, just like we see what's going on in Columbus. And it's not just downtown Columbus. By the way, yesterday, did you see? Um, South High School, 17-year-old student yesterday, had a loaded gun at school, a 9-millimeter pistol, loaded. Teachers grabbed the pistol, kid ran off, don't know if they found him yet or not. Earlier in the day, Groveport Madison High School, it's not a Columbus high school, suburban high school, uh, a student was taken into custody after the district found a handgun in their backpack. So crime's an issue. Crime is a big-time issue. And also, the Democrats are, I believe, hopelessly at odds with and enslaved to the LGBTQ movement. Now, we have an array of issues here in our country. We have an inflation issue, so our economy is struggling. We have a border issue. We have a fentanyl crisis. We have an energy issue. We have, oh yeah, by the way, the president mentioned a couple of weeks ago, uh, a realistic chance of Armageddon. Well, that's a biggie. I would pay attention to that if I were the president. If I thought there was a realistic chance that Vladimir Putin might use nuclear weapons in Ukraine, and thus there would be pressure on us to respond in kind, and nuclear weapons begat more nuclear weapons, which begat nuclear war, which begets nuclear holocaust, I think, again, I have different priorities than Joe Biden. I would be spending my time working on avoiding nuclear Armageddon, exercising diplomacy, negotiating behind the scenes with Ukrainians' leader and with Putin to give them both a plausible off-ramp where each could say they won the conflict and the conflict would nevertheless end and the threat of nuclear war would go away. But Joe Biden is got different priorities. Uh, Here was what Joe Biden was doing earlier this week at the White House. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that. As a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. Now, you might wonder who's asking Joe Biden that question. I'll let you hear the question again. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? Now, it looks like a reasonably intelligent young woman sitting there asking Joe Biden that question. Uh, Shoulder-length hair, makeup. Uh, in fact, that, is, uh, not, that is not a female reporter. Uh, that is a dude. That is a dude named Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney is a 25-year-old man masquerading as a woman. Uh, This is Dylan Mulvaney on TikTok yesterday, outfitted in uh, black leather shorts and a uh, knitted crop top. This gives you a good idea of the kind of people Joe Biden is associating with these days, what Joe Biden considers to be someone worthy of his time. 
Day 74 of being a girl, round of applause for the makeup. And I wore this outfit shopping today and I thought that these might be my new shopping shorts, but I was walking around and everyone was staring and I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And they were all staring directly at my crotch. And I went, oh, I forgot that my crotch doesn't look like other women's crotches. Sometimes. Because you're not a woman. Because mine doesn't look like a little Barbie pocket. And I thought, okay, Dylan, you have some options here. Number one, you can stop wearing clothes that fit like this and, and just find looser fitting items. Number two, I can do a tuck, which is going to have to be a whole other video, but it's very painful and involved of a... Or number three, I just normalize it and I wear clothes like this and we all just normalize women having bulges sometimes because we're coming up on bikini season, baby, and you might see a bulge or two. So normalize the bulge. We are normalizing the bulge. Women can have bulges and that's okay. We're not going to stare at their crotches while they're wearing their little shopping shorts at the mall. That person gets an audience with the president of the United States. That person gets an audience with the president of the United States while our economy is in the tank. While our gas prices are way above a dollar more than they were when he entered office, while fentanyl is streaming across the border and it's being disguised as candy in advance of Halloween, and while Vladimir Putin, if backed into a corner, will most assuredly use nuclear weapons because why wouldn't he? Joe Biden is sitting there talking to a mentally ill, depraved, demented, satanic person. Who has 600,000 followers on Instagram. I'm surprised it's not more than that. I know. I'm surprised it's not more than that. Which, by the way, it's not just, the, maybe you think, well, they just parked Joe Biden in there talking to a crazy person because they want to keep him out of everybody's hair while they're actually doing government. No. Uh, the U.S. State Department is defending itself over a grant to the nation of Ecuador, a $20,000 cultural grant, so that Ecuador can host drag shows for LGBTQ communities in its country. Yes, $20,000 of your money, taxpayers, going to Ecuador so they can host drag shows. Why? So that Ecuador can incorporate and conceptualize, and I quote, diversity, inclusion, and representation to equity and accessibility of the LGBTQ lifestyle. We are pushing this in our own country, giving audience to a mentally ill transgender woman which is a guy. And then we're also outsourcing this to other countries in the name of diversity, equity, and inclusion to, the State Department says, promote acceptance of communities that are disproportionately affected by violence. That is a lie. They are not disproportionately affected by violence. They are protected and our government even wants to extend to them the protections of Title IX. So this is why you need to vote Republican in the midterm, to keep this kind of nonsense out of government. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.